0: time with
1: Whitney Allen. Studio lines, are th- I'm telling you, this is a guy that will never get you down. I bet that's Cody Johnson. I'd put money on it. Hey, this is Whitney? Yeah. Hey, this is Cody Johnson. How are you? Cody Johnson right on time. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> you know what? We were just talking about this, Cody. We met you first. On my way to you was the tune. And it was one of the last things that we were able to do before we had this big old shutdown, right? Right. This is so weird, but I remember telling you... What I really liked about you, this is going to sound bizarre, was, was your, like, pure manliness.
0: <laughs> I do remember that. Right? I didn't know how to comment to that.
1: Yeah, well, it was like, it's kind of rare. And I don't think that all men should be manly men if that's not what they are. But it was just like, it's kind of a rare breed. And do you know who agreed with me this time at the ACMs? Who's that? Ian Munzik. Oh, yeah,
0: man. Ian <laughs> I pay him to actually say good things about me, so don't take too much of it.
1: <laughs> just so funny. It's like everything that I was saying about it, he was like, yep, yep, that's the guy. I know. He's really he's something. He's something. So well, it's not just me, Cody, and it's not a line. You know what I'm saying?
0: Well, I appreciate that.
1: Hey, congrats on this song. I don't think that we've talked about Till You Can't. What a song that has driven you to become... Only the third person to sell an opening night at Rodeo Houston. Dude, wow.
0: Wow, It was such an incredible night. We had the choice kind of early on because of the shutdown. Uh, Chris Bowman, the chairman and CEO of Houston Rodeo, kind of gave us the go-ahead. Look, you guys pick what date you want. want, The only date you can't have is closing because that's George Strait. And um, I, I thought, you know, what about opening day?
1: Oh, heck yeah.
0: And they were like, well, historically, opening day does not sell tickets. It's like half full. And I said, well, has anybody ever sold out opening day? And they said, yeah, George Strait and Garth Brooks. And I went, so if I sell out opening day, (laughs) I'll get to put my name in third place right there. And they said, yeah. And I went, well, that's the day I want then. So it was kind of a, it was almost like a personal challenge to see if after 2020, after 2021, with the release of the Deer Rodeo documentary, with the release of Till You Can't, with the release of the Christmas album, let's see what kind of juice we've got here. And 85,000 people later, we were... Thoroughly, thoroughly excited.
1: 85,000? It was an
0: incredible night. That's all I'll
1: say. (laughs) Dang, I bet it was. Well, congratulations, because that's uh, that's a pretty nice company to be hanging out with, right?
0: That's the only time I've ever been comfortable with being third place.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Totally understood. Congratulations to you on uh, being the newest member of the Texas Cowboy Hall of Fame. How do you get in that? How do you get in the Cowboy Hall of Fame?
0: You know, I still don't know. I really don't. They <laughs> inducted me, and I was like, I don't know why I'm here. But it was such an honor. You know, I think that an award like that, an induction like that, goes to people who really ride to the brand, who really live it every day. As I'm talking to you right now, we're standing on my ranch. You know, a lot of people sing about it, but not a lot of people live it every day. It's true. And uh, I think that that was what showed. And I can be almost humble to a fault. And uh, it's hard for me to accept compliments. And one of the greatest compliments I've ever had in my life is to be inducted into the Texas Cowboy Hall of Fame.
1: Wow, I bet. I bet. Well, I am certainly glad we're getting to know you better. It's about dang time, you know. Till you can't. It's not a song that you that you wrote, but you were inspired by, and this is a moment I can't imagine because for years I had a fear of flying and you were in a plane where the captain said, we're going down, right?
0: Yeah, that was true, uh, Long story short, I was on a plane going from Mississippi to Austin, Texas. I was invited to sing the national anthem on national television uh, at the NASCAR race. And so they're flying us private. Uh, we'd gotten up to cruising altitude, which is 39,000 feet, and uh, we had dealt some cards, and I, I had literally just said, man, it don't suck to be us right now. Like, oh, this boy. is a great position to be in. How about this? The plane hit some turbulence, um, and a stall, an engine stall alarm went off. And what that alarm sounds like is an air horn, a constant air horn. Mm. And Uh. some panels, the turbulence got so bad that drinks were falling off the table, the cards were flying everywhere, and the panels were falling off the uh, walls. And um, I ran up to the cabin, and the the pilot looked at me with a white, solid white face. And Uh. I said, what's going on? He said, we're going down. And I said, well, where are we where, where are we putting it down at? He said, no, we're going down. You need to go mm. get in your, in your seat and get prepared. And uh, I had to turn around and look at my wife and tell her, I said, that, you know,
1: that, oh that we're going gosh. down.
0: We're, we're crashing. And so at that moment, she uh, she prayed out loud, and I, 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 as a as a man, was angry. I was angry for some reason, not at God, not at the situation. I was just angry. And. hmm what I did was I pulled up on my phone, and we, uh, my wife and I held hands, and we cried and looked at pictures of our kids. And
1: oh, my we started God. We were praying
0: for our daughters. And we went from 39,000 feet to 15,000 feet very, wow. very abruptly. And uh, don't know what happened. All I can say is that God answered our prayers, and the alarm went off, and the engines worked, and we uh, we made it to Austin. And, uh, but I started thinking about that moment. You know, in the song, it says, take the phone call from your mom and fix up the car with your grandpa. And I think in the song, Till You Can't, it alludes that take the phone call from mom because mom may not always be there. Fix up the car with grandpa because grandpa might not always be there. It's not till they can't. The song is not called Till They Can't. It's called Mm -hmm. Till You Can't. And we have to remind ourselves as humans, one of the most ironic things to me is that the one thing that we have the the most limited time of is time itself. But yet it's the one thing that we waste the most. And uh, we as human beings take pride in wasting time. And uh, from that moment on, I thought, never again. I'm not ever going to waste my time. I'm going to make sure and tell people I love them. I'm going to speak how I feel. I'm going to tell somebody I'm sorry. I'm going to forgive somebody. I'm going to play every show to every crowd like it is the last show I ever played. Because it was very apparent to me that that could have been that night. So, Anybody listening to this story, I hope to, I hope you feel the same way I do. I hope that impacts you in some way.
1: Wow. Well, that is, I, I cannot think of a harder way to get some inspiration, but, boy, what a beautiful thing you have done with this chance because I'm all teared up, Cody. Now, not many people do that to me when I'm being all professional like this, but that is an amazing reminder, you know?
0: Well, I hope so. You're not the only one being emotional,
1: so don't feel yeah. bad. Listen, you are a vessel, my friend. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. You bet. Hey, thank you guys so much for your time. Cody Johnson on the big time.